Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Little Rose Podcast. This is the podcast where we make things discussable. We discuss life, uh, faith, the Word of God, and how to overcome obstacles and everything in between. And I am your host, Cherise, and I'm joined with Julia Bourne. And uh, we're here to talk about today about faith and how um, to believe for the unseen. Um, so I'll start things off. I think for me, one of the challenges is, you know, the, one of the scriptures that says um, is um, faith is that uh, like the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes um, it's almost like in the world's economy that's backwards. Right. Right. The whole point is once I once I see it, then I'll believe it. Right. Right. And I think God gives us things and, and, you know, like we use the term like seed form, a seed, like a word, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to bless you or I'm going to do this for you or like whatever it is. And then um, then we have the time part, seed time and harvest. And in the time part, we're supposed to believe and almost feed that vision, that seed, that um, in due time, God brings about what was invisible, visible. Yeah. And um, I've always been really frustrated with that economy because sometimes I just don't want to do it. It's Mm -hmm. just hard. Mm -hmm. And I think the more you pass tests or mature in the Lord, the longer the time of seed and time and harvest yeah. is, you know? And, um, yeah, so what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think, like, in this um, society of, like, you know, I'll believe it when I see it, it's really hard to to continually just believe for something that you're not even seeing, like, a glimpse of, oh, this is going to happen, Right, so you're believing for like something, and you know everything seems to be going in the opposite direction of what you are believing for, and you're supposed to just keep every day, just you know, trusting God and 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 speaking His word and declaring His word. And I think one of my favorite scriptures that I really that really encourages me every day is um, in Hebrews, and it says, um, "He who comes by faith." You, um, you must believe in God. What? Sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. Um, the Bible is a big book. So I know. You know what? Right? So heart, much about it's faith. Totally fine. Um, he who comes to God must come by faith. I'm I'm paraphrasing. Oh, must, um, must first believe that He is, is and, and He's is a rewarder rewarded. of them right. that diligently seek Him. Right. Right. And so we, us coming to God, because we're not. In the world's economy, when we are Christians, mm. we have to come with this believing that in God, first of all, and believing that He is going to reward reward us for our faith, mm-hmm. right? Because just like Abraham, Abraham, you know, he, it said that his body was as good as dead, yeah, and he had to believe God for a child <laughs> to be able to 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 bring a child into the world with his wife, who is also um, And keep in mind, that just, that's not like, oh, you just barely entered menopause or you barely, like, we're talking like, 
you know, wrinkled beyond belief. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like and God says, I'm going to give you a child. Right. You know, <laughs> and it's like, you're way past 70. You're way yeah. past 80. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're pushing 90 something. Right. And God says, I'm going to give you a son. Yeah. It's like, okay, God. Okay, God. Like, how is this going to happen? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and like, you know, like I said at the beginning, it's like you're believing for this thing, but there's not even like a glimpse of it happening because, like you, like you said, they were basically going the other direction. It wasn't like they were young mm-hmm. and, you know, and that kind of stuff. They were old, much older. So they had to believe God as they're still growing older that their bodies can do what, you know, they're supposed to do to bring forth this child. And not only that, the whole promise was that he was going to be the father of many nations, right? He was going to, his, his descendants were going to be as great as, you know, the sand on the seashore. And so, you know, for him to even trust God for, for that, it was, that's why he's one of my favorites in the Bible of faith, mm-hmm. because that just spoke of you just saying, if God said it, he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to, I don't need to worry. I don't need to try to figure it out mm-hmm. type of thing. Cause we always try to help God, right? We always try to like, be like, okay, well, you know, if he said this and I'm going to, I'm going to go and, and, and get this job and I'm going to save this money and I'm going to do this, you know, so that it can come to pass. Well, did God ask you to do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he says, I'm going to bless you with a home and, in that stuff, like, not to say that you're not going to do, be wise and be saving and yeah, yeah. all of that stuff, but you know what I mean? God doesn't need us to do what he says he's going to do, mm-hmm. right? And so it, it, it's, a, it's a big challenge to walk out that whole idea of believing for something that you don't even see a glimpse of. Like, bills keep coming. You don't have any way of saving. You don't have... Any, you know, sometimes we don't have any income, you know, but we're believing God for these great things and and we have to just every day just trust him in the yeah. process. And I think even right now, like at church, when we're discussing the whole thing about um, sonship and being um, a son and um, inheriting like that double portion, I think mm-hmm. even that has been a challenge for me because the whole idea of fatherhood has been always a challenge because, you know, my earthly father was not the greatest Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. And so um, I really had to go to God and really be honest. I said, you know, I know, you know, the whole thing about Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I said, I know you as Son, you know, Savior and Lord. I know you as Holy Spirit. And I know the aspects aspects of a father's character in it like sparsely Mm -hmm. but I said I don't know you as a father right and I said I have a hard time because the whole point is if he's a good father and he gives good gifts Mm -hmm. and if he said he's going to take care of me he will yeah but I I have I have a recollection if a father says something I don't trust a word out of your mouth so I really had to even work that through and you know just just a allow God to, uh, you know, fill in the gaps and change my thinking Mm -hmm. and um, 
realize, okay, he's king, he's Lord, but he's also father, but he's not the father that I have a point of reference of. Right. He's a father that is perfect mm-hmm. and cannot fail. Yeah. And even if an earthly representative misrepresented him, it doesn't mean that God has the same character as the earthly person. Right. You know? And so having faith in regards, in, in that way, uh, I think that's really more for me what I'm working through, um, trusting the word of a father. Right. Yeah. You know, because you see, I mean, like if Janine, your daughter, your, mm-hmm. if Dave says, Janine, I'm going to do da da da, Janine right. doesn't have a doubt in her mind. No. She just says, okay, daddy yeah. says he's going to do this and that's what he's going to do. And if there's a delay, you know, children, they come yeah. and they remind you, oh, daddy, yeah. you know, you said, you, yep. you said, <laughs> you promised, Yep. you know? Yep. And I just think I'm trying to develop that attitude with the Lord and yeah. with God as father, Lord, you promised me. Yes. You know, your word says this and you yes. promised me. Yeah. And I think coming to God that way, it's very new for me because right. I've never really had anybody keep keep their word. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've never really had anyone really say, you know, Sharice, I'm going to do this for you. Like, right. I mean, you know, like, you know, I won't yeah. go into any details, but, you know, like, I'd, I've, there's been times where I'd be like, you know, my dad would say he's going to do something. And I'd be like, no, it's okay, dad, because I know... Right. What's going to happen? Right. And he would know I'm going to, and I'd be like, are you sure you're going to do this? Mm-hmm. And every time he would just like, and I'm just like, why? I already said right. I was going to do it. Yeah. But he just went and, you know, wanted to say, yes, he's going to do it. And then lo and behold, I had to end up doing it myself. And every time I had to do it myself after he promised, it was like this thing yeah. just festering my heart you see you you can't even keep your word on such a simple, simple thing, thing. Mm-hmm. and now I have a God who says he's father and he's gonna keep his word right. so I've really had to yeah work that out and I, I feel as though that you know you said something about when a father says something mm. and the child says well they come back and they say well you promised the dad probably didn't even say, I promise. But to that child... Mm, it's a promise. It's a promise. That's good. That came out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's a promise for them. And I feel that is so, you know, a picture of God. His word is his promise. And I feel that a lot of even myself as a parent or even just as a person, you know, I know sometimes it is... You know, you we have to be careful what we say to people, mm. right? We have to be careful, like, oh, you know, like, I'm going to show up or I'm going to be here. I'm, I'm going to get this for you type of thing because we have to put, our, put weight on our word mm. and what we say. And I think a lot of people don't do that because God's word is like it's already happened. So for him, when he, he said it because it's already happened for him. Yeah. Right? So if we say, so for example, if I say to my child, I'm going to take you to, you know, to shopping or something, I should have already picked the day, the time, and planned everything out that when I say it to them, it, for me, it's already happened. Mm. So there's nothing that's going to keep me from that's good. doing that. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's why 
for us, we don't have that example because we're so we're so quick to want to, you know, ease everybody's, you know, burdens or pains or you know to appease them or whatever by saying, and it's, but it's really empty. It's really just empty, empty promises, words, empty promises. Mm-hmm. and we won't admit it because we feel like we're such, you know, like we we can do it all, but the reality is that we can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't sometimes. So if you if we really want to make our words stand, we have to say, I've already done this in my head. I've already worked out the time, mm-hmm. the the money, whatever it is I need to work out. So now I'm saying it to you. It's basically already done. Mm-hmm. So when the time comes, I'm there or I have it for you or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so we have to put that way because I feel God has given us that example of that's how he works. It's true. His word has already been performed for him. Me, and, and the thing is, yeah. he's, he's already made provision. Provision for it. Every promise. Exactly. Mm, that's good. So that is something that I remind myself that I'm learning as I go that, you know, in God's kingdom, it's already provided. It's already done. The healing is already done. The provision is already there. Mm-hmm. Right? God has already provided. It's like it's just sitting there waiting for you to come mm-hmm. and collect and say, God, oh, yeah, this is your promise. I'm going to take this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this. This mm-hmm. is your promise for me. Mm-hmm. Right? But we are, like you said, we've, we've had bad examples mm-hmm. <laughs> on earth of how people say things. And they're just empty promises. And so we find it hard to come to a good God and feel like he's going to do it. But he's already done it. So That's good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's really good when you're saying it's done. I think we have to go to the word as if it's already done. Mm-hmm. And even recently, that's how my faith has gotten stronger Um, Because I didn't realize how much I was doubting God. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I didn't realize how much I wasn't coming to the Lord in prayer in faith. Mm -hmm. You know, I was praying, but I wasn't necessarily believing that he could do it. And so um, God has really sort of exposed that um, lack of faith or unbelief or doubt in my own heart. And so now when I'm praying, there's... um, there's a greater demand I'm putting on the word, mm-hmm. which is what we should do. Right. Because the Bible talks about um, he's looking uh, out for his word to perform it. Right. Right. Yeah. And so if his word is always on our mind and always on our lips, and mm-hmm. that's what we're declaring and speaking. And even the Lord said, you need to stand with tenacity and defy mm. the mountain. Mm. Defy it. That's good. Because, you know, the enemy's mocking you with the mountain. Mm. He's mocking you. He's yeah. saying, oh, you, you, you have a God that's going to do this. Right. Look at this mountain. It's not moving. It's been six months. It's been a year. Right. It's been 10 years. And you, it's, it, it, it's almost like in Nehemiah, like when they were building the temple, like mm-hmm. the taunting. Right. Right. Or even taunted. like um, um, the king of uh, Nebuchadnezzar was taunting mm-hmm. he, Hezekiah, right, and like he wrote that letter, like to embarrass him, right, and shame him, and so the Lord's like, you have to stand there with tenacity and talk to that mountain, yeah, because you, you you're the one that really has the, the authority, yeah, because you're declaring my word, you know, that's key. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's one of the things I've really had to do as of late, and just really. 
um, go to God with that tenacity because I think somewhere along the way, when you go through a lot of things, you kind of lose it. Mm -hmm. And I was always saying to God, um, I feel like I've lost something. Yeah. I feel like I've lost that fervor, Mm -hmm. that, um, that resolute, that tenacity that I used to have. Right. You know, I remember one time we, we, uh, church was having an encounter Mm -hmm. and I knew God said, he wanted me to go. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any money and I wasn't working and just like all the things, just like it was a really hard season. And I remember um, um, I had gotten a little bit of money and I paid a little bit, but it wasn't really enough. And I remember there had to be a certain amount by a certain time. Right. And it came to that time and I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went to the people who was running it and um, they gave me this, well, maybe it's just not the season. And and they didn't mean anything by it, but like, maybe it's not the season for you. And da-da-da-da. Almost like a there-there, like a pity mm-hmm. thing. Right. And I actually got angry. Not at them, but mm-hmm. I just felt like I felt like this wet, wet blanket put on top of me. Right. And first of all, the Holy Spirit corrected me. He goes, why are you going to them for encouragement? Right. Why are you going to them to confirm what I said? Right. Right. And it's like, are you going to believe me mm-hmm. and say you're going or you're not going to believe me? Right. And I remember it was almost like that blind Bartimaeus where he flung off the coat mm-hmm. and he went to Jesus. Yeah. I remember I was like, I told the person, I said, you know what? I said, that bus is going to have to leave without me for me to believe that God said uh, that that God did not tell me that I'm going. Right. Mm-hmm. So I remember. Um, I didn't have money to wash my clothes. Mm-hmm. I had to wash my clothes by hand. Right. I had to hang them up to dry, which, you know, hanging dry clothes takes sometimes two, two yeah. days. Yeah. Then I had to press my clothes because mm-hmm. um, they were all wrinkly. Because when you hang it up to dry and you yeah. wring it out, it's like you have to iron it. Right. And I remember I packed my bags and I said, Lord, this bus has to leave without me. Mm-hmm. And I remember the Friday I went there and someone anonymously dropped off an envelope with my name on it. Wow. And there was not only money for the counter, but there was money left over. Wow. So it talks about, you know, the more than enough. Yeah, more than enough. You know what I mean? Come on. And I just remember that. And um, I think I, as of late, I've had to realize I lost that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I lost that I'm going to do what God says no matter what. Yeah. Because um, when you just go through so much trials and you experience like disappointment and so on, um, you don't have that, you don't, you, you, you almost, lose, you almost lose a little bit of your confidence. You don't yeah. have that, mm-hmm. you know, fervor to really know, well, God yeah. said it. I believe it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so I just feel now with, you know, the word that we're getting in church and the season that I'm in, God is um, giving that back to yeah. me and I'm able to stand the way I used to stand. Because, I, I mean, I said to the Lord, I said, I don't believe like how I used to. Right. And I had to be honest. Yeah. Because he already knows. Right. And this is where I am. Mm-hmm. So why not just admit it and then I can get help? Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of pretending, you know, so, sometimes yeah. in church we, we, we wear a mask and we yeah. act like it's right. good. Yeah. And it's not good. Yeah. You know, and it's not a shame thing. It's just no. the Holy Spirit can't help you if you don't admit where you are. Right. Exactly. You know? And yeah. so I think for me, that's what I had to really admit. You yeah. know, I, 
I, I wasn't believing like I used to. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to God in prayer like I used to. Mm-hmm. I was still praying. I was still reading my Bible, but it wasn't the same. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's not, it's not, the problem's not on God's end. Right. <laughs> like it's, it's on my end, right? Yeah. And so I I just I just had to admit that yeah. about myself. And that's where I was. And and so um and and through that. Um, God has just been able to help me and reassure me and give me the confidence to believe and just, you know, um, like I was saying, the Lord said, you need to stand up and and talk to that mountain Mm -hmm. and and defy it because it has the audacity to stand up in your life and defy my word. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's where I am with that really. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's so important. Um, one thing you said just reminded me of, you know, the, the scripture says, draw near to God mm. and he will draw near to you. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about losing our confidence in the word and in God, mm. it's so important to remember those scriptures, scriptures, because when we draw near to God and he draws near to us, it helps to build our confidence. And sometimes we have to admit where we are mm-hmm. and say, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with believing your word right now. God, help me. You know, and, and that is that is part of drawing near to God. It, it's not necessarily meaning that everything's good and I'm worshiping God because he's done so much for me. Sometimes drawing near to God is being in that place of just openness and surrender to him mm. and saying, you know, I'm struggling. I, I need, I need, you know, the Holy Spirit to really, you know, show me where I am and to help me walk through this season of where I'm struggling. Yeah. And, and God will come and he will meet you where you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and pick you up and yeah. continue to take you along. And like you said, you know, you see the mountain was there and you had to, God is encouraging you to speak to the mountain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's helping you to build your confidence mm-hmm. in him, right? And sometimes that is a hard thing to do because, you know, we're looking at it. We're, we're looking at it with our natural eyes, but God wants us to walk by faith, mm-hmm. right? And it was just, it's it's reminding me, of course, of the, you know, David and Goliath, mm. you know, and Goliath was like, you know, who, who, who are you kind of thing. And David's like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine mm. who defy the army uh, of God, mm-hmm. who's come to defy the army of God. And he knew that God would give him the victory because he's had it before. Yeah. Right. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves yes. of the victories that God yes. has given us. Yeah. Even though no one has seen them, we know, we know within ourselves that we've overcome yeah. so much and that God was the reason why. So yeah, that's encouraging. Yeah. And it just reminds me too of that scripture. If you have faith as small, you know, as, right, a, as a mustard, mustard seed, seed right. you could say to this mountain, mountain, go into the sea and it will go. Right. And so even that, you know, God was saying, I know you think your faith is small, you have doubt, but even if you have that, yeah. if you believe me yeah. with that, you will make this mountain go Absolutely. into the sea. And um, I think that's some of the things, you know, uh, the Lord is reminding me of. And I just heard the Holy Spirit say, defy the mountain. Yeah. 
you know, yep. because the enemy's using that to taunt you, but right. you need to stand up and tell the mountain where it needs to go. Yeah. You Isn't know? that so funny? When you say that, it makes me think like, or it reminds me that the enemy has no power. None. All he does is taunt. And then he's a bully. He's a bully. He goes to God and say, well, look at like with the story of Job. Mm. You know, look at Job, like the take your hands off him and watch. Right. He has no authority. Mm. And, and he, he had to ask He God had to ask permission. To touch him. Exactly. Yeah. So he has to go to God and ask permission to touch your life, to touch the things that he's mm. blessed you with. Mm. He has no authority. Mm-hmm. We have the authority. Right. We have to remind ourselves of that. Amen. So. Amen. Yes, yeah, so that's just, um, yeah, I think that's really powerful, and it's just really encouraged me as uh, the, the last few weeks. Yeah. And, um, you know, we pray that this encourages you wherever you are, um, whether, you know, you don't have any mountains right now, whether you're facing a mountain or whether you just got a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Um you serve the God who is God over the mountain. He yes. is the God of the impossible. And he is the God that if you believe in faith and you declare his word and you are his child, which you are, he will move on your behalf. And um, we can go through things that make us lose sight of that. Um, but I'm so thankful that the Holy Spirit is so gracious enough to remind us of what's true. Yeah. And he doesn't leave us where we are, drowning in doubt or fear or unbelief, Mm -hmm. but that he steps in and gives us those um, reminders of who we are, the God we serve, and what we're called to do. So we just um, pray that this encourages you and that it blesses you and that um, wherever you are, that you will have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, Mm -hmm. and you will speak to that mountain and God will put that mountain into the sea. So um, we just thank you for joining us today. We pray that you are blessed. You are highly favored. The Bible says that you are the head and not the tail, that you are above and not beneath, and that you are called according um, to God's word. And so we just thank you for joining us. We pray that you are blessed and that everywhere everywhere you go, your feet are ordered. And God is ordering your steps. So know that you are not alone. You are blessed and that the Lord is always with you. So we thank you for joining us. And we pray that you enjoy the rest of your day. Take care and God bless. God bless.